JD Token Sport. It is Saturday, November 16, 2019. I don't know why I didn't say it in plural, but that's okay. I just was watching videos of Peanut. Actually, when I was taking Peanut to be put down. And it is not a good thing to watch. It made me feel very upset. And I don't know. I was going through because it was so weird. My computer wouldn't let me open up Microsoft Word. I went upstairs to use my Moz computer, came back down, and now everything opens up on my computer. It makes no sense. I don't know what happened, but it works now. Who cares? It's like it had to like read another computer and came back, and it was like, oh, okay. I got recertified for training today, which I was very happy about. I was talking to... I actually had my, my CPR ran out. Went down, went down to the local, uh, the, the fire, not the firehouse, yeah, the firehouse. And the guy's going to do, a, he said, uh, I said, what is it? He goes, free of charge. I go, well, can I give you something? He goes, you can give a, if you want to give a donation, I said, can I give a donation to the firehouse? He goes, sure. So I'm going to get that. And I, I took all my classes, my uh, continuing education, bam, very productive day. Went to take a nap, did not happen. Clean it up. Going into the city, Michigan, tomorrow. Had two classes today. Got five tomorrow. And I was writing up some new questions. Printing out because my computer, I didn't think it was working. Now it's working. You know, up is down. Down is up. I don't know what the hell's going on. And I was like trying to stuff everything in my bag. I'll bring a second bag. I mean, I carried four bags last Sunday when I was with Michigan. Why can't I carry two bags of my own? I don't know. I'm rambling. Now, if you took... If you took... If you took the dump, Ohio State, to cover today, they did not cover. Listen to this. Rutgers has now lost six straight, but the previous five games, they lost to the dump 271 to 27. And going into this year, they lost 166 to 3. That's how much they were outscored by. Do the math right there 55 to 1 the last three years. Well, they. Only outsc- got outscored 56-21. They got a garbage touchdown at the end. But 56-21, only lost by 35. Not that bad. Minnesota, so the end of the game, I was very upset Minnesota lost to Iowa. But Michigan, SB, Michigan, of course, she wasn't happy because they didn't play well the first half. Whatever. You went 44-10 over your rival, Michigan State, who had you had who had won the last couple at Michigan. And Michigan actually went to the last game, was that a couple years ago, where they had that block punt. Michigan was all about, you know, what was should have won the game. Then block punt. The game was over. Da-da-da. That was the end of that. Well, she has to be happy about that. But the thing that sucks is Tua today. Tua, I'm not going to even try to butcher her. I always butcher his last name. Tua for Bama. They're up 34-7. 35-7. And Saban wanted him to run the two-minute drill. And they're beating Mississippi State, I guess. Were they playing Mississippi Mississippi State today? And Jesus. Dislocated hip out for the season. And I was asking my buddy Harris... What do you think of ramifications? He goes, well, they have to find out if there was tissue damage and whatever and all that. But, you know, they're all talking about now his NFL prospects. Kaepernick today did his thing at a high school instead of at the place he was going to. The NFL was upset. Like, who gives a shit? You know, why, why are they making this so difficult? The guy has lost three years of his career. So if he moved the location, I think eight, nine teams showed up. And he had a Kunta Kinte shirt on when he first showed up, the guy from Roots. Then he changed it to play. I don't know why they make a big goddamn deal about it. You know, he hasn't played in goddamn forever. Cut the guy some slack. Yeah, and freaking Baylor is up 31-10 on Oklahoma. Oklahoma hasn't been behind by that many points since 2011. And I was checking some of the scores today because I was like, damn, there's a... 
Yeah, it was really, I want the Minnesota to go undefeated. I want them to go, you know, and I was like, God damn it, that really sucks that they lost that guy. L- okay, they, Alabama lost to Mississippi State. LSU's only up 44-23 on Ole Miss. Let's see what Burrow's doing today. Oh, he had a pass intercepted. Wow. Four, only four touchdowns, 398 yards. Yeah. I guess he's having a, sh- a shitty game. Oh, and this, this is really cool. My buddy Bill teaches at Central High School in Newark. And one of the kids at his school is now on Colorado State. He is a freshman at Colorado State. And Mohammed Kamara is a freshman there. Well, he there was a fumble in the first quarter. He returned it 63 yards for a touchdown. Mohammed Kamara, freshman at Colorado State. I put the game on. I see him score a touchdown. I was like, holy crap. It's pretty freaking cool. And then he, Bill said he taped it, but I thought that was really freaking cool. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, Appalachian State is up. Okay, that's good. Because now they're 25th again. Texas lost Hal. I'm sorry. I watched the last uh, guy made the field goal at the end for freaking, you know, for Iowa State. Iowa State in black. I don't understand why they're black. But they, they jumped on him. They screwed up his goddamn shoulder. Like at the end of the game, I saw a girl that was one of the, one of the, I guess one of the, one of the, one of the training staff was like, you know, screaming something. The kid looked like he was crying. Kicks the winning field goal and the dipshits jump on him and they screwed up his shoulder. And that was his second straight game winning field goal. Texas now five and five. Oof. Not a good year. He said next year, Hal said next year is going to be their year. Utah's blown out UCLA. I'll tell you. Indiana played Penn State tough. That's who that's who Michigan plays next week. Florida, Wisconsin, freaking Jonathan Taylor, another 200 yards. Nebraska sucks, but they just signed Frost, Scott Frost to an extension through 2023-24, I think, or 26. It's a ways away. Oklahoma State won't beat Kansas, but Kansas is playing a lot better than they have been playing. I think Florida State is now bowl eligible. Northwestern got a win, but against UMass, that's not really... And Temple, uh, Tulane, man, I was, they're 6-4. and four. They started off strong. Sorry, Gumbo Chef, they started off really strong, but they haven't... Notre Dame, I thought Navy was going to give me a game. Now they got blown out, blown out, blown out. Clemson blew out Wake Forest. And Georgia, so the end of or- Georgia-Auburn game. Georgia, that was a tight one. Memphis got the win. Hello, I'm doing a podcast. Thank you. Jeez Louise. I know I got to put something on that damn door. I really do. Washington State got the win. I was happy about that. Yeah. And Louise, the Louisiana got the win over U.S. I call them Southwest. The Raging Cajuns got a win today, which I was very happy about. They're still talking about. They're still talking about Miles Garrett. Of course, they're going to talk about it. My friend Harris is like that. That uh, Mason Rudolph shouldn't be suspended. And then I saw someone put something up about uh, one of the ESPN women. Was it Josina Adams talking about that? I think he grabbed Miles Garrett's junk and then she deleted it. But who knows? Yeah, my my cousin Hal sent something. He goes, "I hate this. I hate this game. I hate this game." Yeah, when I told him about two, he said, "That's a risk you run while playing two up thirty-five-seven." Guess padding stats for Heisman was a bad choice. Yes, that was a bad choice. Drinking milk on a hot day. Bad choice. That was in uh, Will Ferrell. Michigan loves Will Ferrell. No, she doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, dislocated, dislo- dislocated hip. 
that sucks. I watched the second, I told you I watched the second episode. Oh, we watched, uh, I watched the end of Gus. Let me tell you, I got so freaking excited watching it. I got like giddy like a little kid. I, it made me feel so, I just, it just put me in a good mood. And we watched uh, uh, the one with uh, Gerard Butler, Angel, whatever, Downers, I don't know, with uh, Morgan Freeman. And the MMI goes, this is really corny. And listen, okay, listen to Vontez Perfect. When all in about a compact, now this is a guy who's out of the NFL right now about Goodell. Speaking of athletics, Vic Tafur, he said Goodell was a total bitch during the meeting in New York when he appealed his 12-game suspension for a helmet-to-helmet hit on Indianapolis Colts tight end Jack Doyle. He was a bitch. He didn't let anybody speak. He rushed us in and out of the meeting. The meeting was bullshit. He already had the suspension in his hand. Uh, Tafur wrote that Perfect showed video of clean plays that he had made plus 30 plays against him that weren't called and that, didn't, that he didn't retaliate to. Okay. They didn't give a fuck about that shit, he said. He also went in on the media for how to portray him in, in relation to Cleveland Browns events and Miles Garrett, who received an indefinite suspension, you know, for pawn. This fight happened last night and my name pops up everywhere. Come on, bro. It's always a bad picture being painted. I'm, it's never about me going to the Ronald McDonald house to help the kids. It's always negative, so I just give two fucks. Excuse my language. They tell me to go talk to the media and change your image. What's done is done. I can't change anybody's opinion. Most of the reporters are white people and they think I'm a thug. I can't change all of those images. He goes, on the hit on Doyle, I was making a football player. I could see if it was a fine or something, but, but not a suspension, let alone the whole season. He said, he talked about the referees. He said, they've made a point of telling his coaches what he can't do, such as put your receiver beyond, beyond five yards from the line of scrimmage. He also said some of the games are rigged because officials pick and choose when they want to throw their flags. He said he intends to come back. He said the NFL can't kick me out like that. They're going to have to kill me. I am too strong for that. Okay. Okay. He's, he was on a one-year $2 million deal. He'll be eligible free agency after the season. So, I don't know. I don't know. You, can, you know, you can't talk badly about the guys you're trying to get a job with. And, you know... You know, I know that he probably showed plays, but, you know, I've heard about he's having these problems since he was at Arizona State. You know, one time you have to make changes, you know, or you keep repeating the I don't know. But you can't talk badly about the commish. And then this interesting about Cleveland this year, first in NFL in penalties, 87 penalties, penalty yards over 800, and total flag thrones 112. They're also fifth in giveaways of 17 and 25th in turnover mark, mark differential, minus four. Yeah. And they got a first-year coach who's also calling players for a full season for the first time in his career. Knicks lost by one to the Hornets. I like what Richard, I was reading Richard, Richard Sermon, he says, he tells teammates in private moments, you're playing great, but to be legendary, you've got to be consistent, relentless. Oh, and how about that? Monfield, uh, Monmouth, clock, Kansas was running out the clock, 110-55, so they're up by 55. And a Monmouth guard stole the ball, dunked it. They're booing him. And he gave a really, I was like, and then Monmouth's coach was like, Monmouth coach who went to UNC. He said that, you know, you know, you got to, it's a learning experience. You got to take your lumps and you have to, you can't do stuff. Yeah. King Rice was like, yeah, not cool. And he was going, I was like, dude, you're losing. They're running out the clock. I don't know what he was thinking, but it was kind of funny to watch. And and I was re- also was reading this about Tevin Coleman, another first-year niner, says, practice in San Francisco are about an hour shorter than the ones he experienced playing in Atlanta. Guys 
get on their details. At first, it was overwhelming. It helps us as we get into game. The game just seems slower. And with time they don't spend in pra- on the practice field, they spend in recovery. They have a small army of masseuses, chiropractors, and acupuncturists, many of whom travel with the team. Uh, Joe Staley said it was might might be rare, rare, might not be rare about around the league now, but it definitely was when we started it. Overseeing it all is Ben Peterson, former director of sports science for the NFL, NHL's Philadelphia Flyers, and now head of player health and performance for the Niners. A position created out of a need for harmony between the athletic training staff and the, and the strength and conditioning staff. Have the two injury plague seasons that included, according to two team sources, various miscommunications between the two groups. The team fired strength and conditioning coach Ray Wright and athletic trainer Jeff Ferguson last winter. You got to get everything. And you know it's interesting. Richard Sherman said he said he, 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 I saw what we could have been before we got beat the shit. He said last year we were in every game with a third string quarterback and a lot of practice squad and third string guys in the field. We were Monday night in Lambeau with a chance to win. It's not some magic formula. It's consistency, dependability, account, accountability. It's knowing you're one of eleven and just being responsible for being one of eleven and not feeling you have to do more. It's not being impressed by moments. Oh, Devontae Graham hit a game winner against the Knicks. Wow. Pretty, I like what he says right there. Yeah. And then one of the... Yeah, I like what he said right there. I just like what he was talking about. You know, that the they're playing... They're playing Robert Klemko wrote this. Because during a Monday night game, one of the... Trying to get the name of the guy. I wrote it down. Witherspoon. Yeah, hold on a sec. Yeah. It was a Monday night game last year. They were two. The Hornets were sitting two and eight. And Shanahan was referencing a play in which Giants receiver Sterling Shepard takes a reverse 27-yard downfield, sidestepping a lackadaisical shove from Reiner's cornerback Akella Witherspoon on his way out of bounds. And Shanahan said, I've defended you for over a year and a half. If we're going to do what we need to do, and this doesn't... If we're going to do what we need to do, and this doesn't meet that standard. This is unacceptable. That was the second week of November 2018. Ten, ten games into what would be a four-win campaign. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen. The message he was sending was clear. The turnout was never going to happen with the level of effort being put forth. So even, you know, he was you got to put stuff in place to tell the team, hey, you know, this doesn't work. Witherspoon recalls being one of those called out by Shannon. If I, if I had anybody behind some of you, I'd cut you. Next year, we're not going to be in the position where we have any of this bullshit. He said, I couldn't really argue with this. He said, it comes with the responsibility of having the potential to be great. You know, that's the thing. You, you are setting. That's why, you know, Gase. I, 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 get, I don't look at Gase as setting a foundation where this team is going to turn a corner. Like I look at Shanahan. Like Shanahan learned from that Super Bowl where they screwed up for the Falcons. He learned and he's like, shit, this is never going to happen again. And that's what you need. You need a coach like that. And I know Michigan is not a fan of Saban, but I would love Nick Saban to be my coach. I would. I would love, I love him to turn around the team. I would love him to be like, hey, I'm coming in. I'm going to do this. And I was asking who this was. Jonathan Carter 
1,000th game for the Kings. 1,000 games, that's not, that's not too shabby. Oh, listen to this. Jeff Garland from the Goldbergs said he was almost fired within the sitcom last year when people complained about his language on the set. He was called into HR. The issue is colorful language between takes. He said, I was saying some really stupid, silly things that I can't believe that anyone would find offensive, but to each his own. Every time I stand up on the set, I go, oh, my female genitalia, which is silly and stupid. I clearly don't have female genitalia. And I said to them, I I understand if I worked at an insurance office and there's a bunch of desks, that's inappropriate. But in a comedic atmosphere, it's stupid. They said, what if we fire you? I said, I'd love to have it announced. Jeff Garland got fired for saying that. I was like, well, you know, it's, it's the Me Too. You can't say anything anymore. He's a stand-up special on Netflix, Our Man in Chicago, season 10 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm is dropping in January. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Mike Trout, three MVP awards. Yogi Berra, Roy Campanella, Joe DiMaggio, Jimmy Fox, Mickey Mantle, the usual pool hosts, A-Rod and Mike Schmidt, and Barry Bonds had seven. Pretty good company, huh? Yeah, that was yeah, Mammoth question. Dude, you're getting killed. And then I saw someone had a sign today, Jesus Take the Wheel. I'm like, how to look it up? Carrie Underwood song. That I saw that this morning at one of the, I think it was at Auburn. And two was helicoptered to St. Saint, Saint Vin, Saint Vincent's Medical Center in Birmingham. Oof, not good. Two out for the year. Just give Colin, give, give give Kaepernick a chance. You know what? Whatever happens, happens. You know, seven, eight, whoever showed up, whatever. Dislocated hip with a posterior wall fracture. Mac Jones. Yeah, we're gonna find, we're gonna find out what's really wrong with him. It's gonna be his last series. Yeah, the two minute drill really cost you. 33 touchdowns on the season, 2,840 yards. And VTech beat Georgia Tech 45 to nothing tonight. Georgia Tech hadn't been shut out in 22 years. I was like, wow. Yeah, crazy, right? All right. That's all I really wanted to talk about. You know, I just had some stuff in my head. I'm trying to keep doing a podcast. Keep it going. Keep it strong. All right, we got some trivia questions. All right, last show. I printed up some new ones, which I'm very excited about. True, false. No major league team has won the Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, and MVP in the same season. True, it has never happened. I thought they were, Bregman was going to win it, but my cousin Al said, no, it wasn't going to happen. I don't know if Joey Bumbles would have got that one correct, but Rock, I'll tell you, I've said on the show to Rock, I've not heard from Rock in a while. Gumbo Chef has been quiet this weekend, but you know, hey, listen, he's a family man. you got to stay quiet. Hal, I'm sorry about Texas. Tonight's trivia question. Most NFL championship games by a coach in NFL history. What coach has been to the most NFL? Now I'm talking about NFL NFL championship games like the your conference championship game. Who is the most conference championship games by a coach in NFL history? I guess you have to say this since the merger. Yeah, since the merger. So we're talking my whole life, over 50 years. 50 years. All right, that's tonight's trivia question. Folks, that's all I got to say tonight. I'm, I'm out of here. Have a good night. Peace. Talk to you soon. Tua, I hope it's nothing serious. That's all I got to say on that front. Peace out.